I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Donald Trump is absolutely terrified at the appointment of the special counsel, Jack Smith, by Attorney General Merrick Garland. And Donald Trump has taken to his social media platform to tell the world or his MAGA echo chamber how he feels. Let's talk about what Donald Trump just posted on his social media platform. He writes the following. Our country has never seen a weaponized, quote, justice, end quote, department and FBI like they are witnessing right now. They are doing everything they can, much of it unlawful, to protect an incompetent and corrupt president and his drug-addicted criminal son. The system is tainted and rigged, just like our elections are tainted and rigged, and just like our border is for sale to the highest bidder, open, and a disgrace to humanity. In the meantime, our country is failing at a level never seen before. And then he posts again. The polls are really strong, especially since Tuesday's announcement, hence the appointment of a radical left prosecutor who is totally controlled by President Obama and his former Attorney General Eric Holder. This is not justice. This is just another witch hunt and a very dangerous one at that. No way this scam should be allowed to go forward. Well, you don't have a say on that anymore because the Justice Department is not corrupted by your stooges like Bill Barr. And the appointment of the special counsel is absolutely terrifying you because special counsel Jack Smith has an impeccable reputation. And you know, as we've talked about here on the Midas Touch Network, that Jack Smith would not have been appointed nor would Jack Smith take this awesome responsibility if he didn't believe that a prosecution of Donald Trump would be likely. Just going through Jack Smith's background for a moment, then let's comment on those posts by Donald Trump, which I believe is a crime. It's additional evidence of the crime, but also is the crime of obstruction of justice in those posts. And by the way, Jack Smith is probably welcoming those posts. Keep on giving me more evidence for the prosecution because all that is going to go in front of a jury. But Jack Smith's background, 1994, assistant DA with the New York County DA's office. Then in 1999, assistant U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York. One thing to mention about his time as an assistant DA with the New York County DA's office, he worked with Karen Friedman Agnifilo, and Karen Friedman Agnifilo rose through the ranks and was the number two highest ranking member of the Manhattan District Attorney's Office before leaving and joining us here at the Midas Touch Network. And Karen Friedman Agnifilo stated in an interview I did with her that Jack Smith means business. She worked with Jack Smith. Karen Friedman Agnifilo herself was a bit skeptical of Merrick Garland's investigations into Donald Trump's crimes, but she said the moment that Jack Smith was appointed as the special counsel, she had the utmost confidence at that moment that a prosecution of Trump was more likely and things would move even quicker. Um, going to, again, 1999 assistant U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York. 
From 2008 to 2010, Jack Smith served with the International Criminal Court on War Crimes. He was a international war crimes prosecutor. Then in 2010, he was the chief of the Department of Justice's Public Integrity Section. In 2015, he served as the assistant U.S. attorney for the Middle District of Tennessee. And currently, he is the chief prosecutor, special court at The Hague for Kosovo war crimes before just leaving that to become the special counsel who will be investigating Donald Trump's crimes. Donald Trump's crimes related to the January 6th insurrection relating to 2020 election interference, Donald Trump's theft of thousands of government records, including top secret government records, which he concealed at Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump's obstruction of the Department of Justice's investigation into his theft of the government records that he stole. Now, back to the posts that Donald Trump made. In addition to showing that Donald Trump is absolutely terrified of Jack Smith. And by the way, the whole right-wing echo chamber is as well. All of their lackeys are already out there trying to create a false narrative about who Jack Smith is because they are terrified that Jack Smith was appointed. And that's really one of the key things you need to know about Jack Smith because if the right-wing thought Jack Smith was going to go soft on Trump, they'd be celebrating this right now. So I also want to point out that these posts that Trump is making is not just additional evidence that will be used by Jack Smith in his potential prosecutions. Of course, the DOJ and now Jack Smith and his team at the special counsel's office that he is putting together are making sure they save all of this. But I also believe that these posts will form separate bases to file criminal charges against Donald Trump for obstruction of justice. These threats to a prosecutor, these threats to a special prosecutor here, you know, when Trump was president, uh, while he shouldn't get away with the type of conduct he engaged in where he would threaten Mueller and he would threaten all of the prosecutors, Unfortunately, normally it's fortunately because we have uh, presidents who at the very least exercise a modicum of dignity. That's not the case with Trump. So unfortunately, the presidency is vested with a lot of uh, discretion and a lot of deference is given to the position and it's cloaked with all sorts of immunity. And look, Trump handpicks Bill Barr. Bill Barr leaks the findings of the Mueller report before it's released and then says that it's absolutely showed that Donald Trump engaged in no crimes, which was not what the Mueller report said. And, you know, Trump using his presidential social media accounts would go and attack Mueller. And there really wasn't a precedent of, well, how do you do deal with that when it's coming from a United States president where the president is a criminal? Well, here... Trump is not the president. Trump's claims of executive privilege as a former president don't hold. And his posts like this, he's not going to be coddled. Like these posts are independent bases of obstruction of justice. You don't get to threaten a special counsel or any prosecutor or judge 
and get away with it when you are a private citizen. And the appointment of Jack Smith to show you the importance of that, while Trump would normally like to make the argument, oh, it's a politicized Department of Justice, and look what Merrick Garland is doing to try to help Biden win re-election, and all those bogus gaslighting type of statements that Trump would make, he really can't make it anymore. And Merrick Garland realized that when you're dealing with a special counsel, which is completely now independent of Merrick Garland's oversight, at least on a day-to-day basis. And look, a lot of the questions I often get and I see in the comments, but if you've been watching the Midas Touch Network with the interviews I do with Karen Freeman-Agnifilo, the weekend edition of Legal AF that I did, I point this out so I won't belabor it here, but I often get asked, well, if this, or, or, or told, if this happened to any other person other than Donald Trump, they would be arrested months ago. And to that, I always respond, I agree with you, but every other person is not the president of the United States at one point in time, the most powerful position in the world. And you have to go back to 2016 when people said, look, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, I don't know, and allow Donald Trump to become the president of the United States for those four awful years. But nonetheless, even though Trump has frivolous objections to try to delay When you are a former president, if you want to manipulate and frankly butcher the Constitution with arguments such as a former president is entitled to executive privilege, and if you find some sympathetic minds in the Supreme Court or in positions of federal judgeships who are members of the Federalist Society or people who you appointed— even though you will eventually lose the argument, for example, of executive privilege, it takes time to have to fight someone who asserts that objection because there really isn't any legal precedent. So sometimes I get asked, well, so all of a sudden the Department of Justice is just doing this now for the first time? Like, what have they been doing? Now they're just appointing a special counsel? Well, They previously have been prosecuting about 900 other insurrectionists and have basically a 100% track record on jury trials and prosecutions and convictions, getting literally hundreds and hundreds of convictions and hundreds of more lined up, but very tough cases that they've been fighting and they've been winning each and every one again with almost 100% um, perfection. You know, and then as I've talked about before, You know, unfortunately, when you get these frivolous objections that are asserted by someone like a Trump, you have to dot all your I's and cross all your T's in an investigation and if there's going to be a future prosecution. And the example that I've given is Trump has asserted executive privilege over people like Pat Cipollone, his former top White House lawyer, and Patrick Feldman, and frankly, everybody in the White House. So even Pence advisors like the former chief of staff to former Vice President Pence, Mark Short, and the former general counsel to former Vice President Pence, Greg Jacobs. Now, You'll recall in the January 6th committee when those individuals testified like Cipollone and Philbin and Short and Jacobs, when they were asked direct questions about what did Donald Trump tell you, they said, I can't answer executive privilege. And the January 6th committee was, you know, they had to let that happen because of the time sensitivity of the work being conducted by the January 6th committee. They didn't have the ability to go into court and fight this out over 
many, many, many months. But the Department of Justice did, and they have. Now, the Department of Justice investigation takes place in secret. And why does it take place in secret? Because that's the law. So while you've seen the January 6th committee in public, the grand jury proceedings, and there's two separate ones taking place in Washington, D.C., being supervised by the presiding federal judge in Washington, D.C., Judge Beryl Howell, those are in secret. So we don't see the work they're doing, but we can learn about them by kind of trying to examine the dockets to see what's going on just based on the title of dockets, although it's hard to glean that, and very good reporting. So we've learned that the Department of Justice has prevailed over Donald Trump's executive privilege objections, and they're now being able to ask, at least for now, people like Mark Short and Greg Jacobs, their communications directly with Trump and what they learned um, in communications where they were in the room with Trump. The January 6th committee didn't get that information. And so what the DOJ had to do was first and panel a grand jury, that takes time. You got to select it. Then you got to subpoena the individuals. Then the individuals show up. They testify once. They assert objections. Then you have to file a motion to compel what the DOJ does. And then Trump gets to file an opposition. Then you file a reply. And then the judge rules on it. And you have to do that with each individual witness. And if you don't do that, as the Department of Justice did, the problem that you're going to end up with is in a trial where you you're prosecuting Trump, if you call the witness to take the stand, for example, Cipollone, and you ask Cipollone, so tell me about your communications with Donald Trump on this day, and Trump's lawyers assert the objection, executive privilege, and the judge asks you as the Department of Justice prosecutor, well, what's your position on that, and have you briefed these issues, and have you already got a judicial finding that executive privilege doesn't apply here and you say, no, we just rushed this thing. We just had to go into it right away. You're not going to get the testimony you need for the prosecution and the jury is going to be watching you as the prosecutor kind of flail around and not able to ask the key questions. And the jury is going to wonder, well, why can't you ask the questions about what Trump said and is the DOJ trying to hide something? And you could risk losing the case. And then all of the people who are very critical of the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland, I get it, but they're all going to say, look, it was malpractice that Merrick Garland didn't get the evidence. How do you not file the motion to get the executive privilege to be waived and that it doesn't exist in the first place. And, you know, the Department of Justice is then put in a very bad position. And so I am frustrated that it takes a long time, but the wheels of justice are turning in the right direction. The appointment of Jack Smith proves that to be the case. And I'll just read you one final uh, post, social media post. This is from Eric Trump, again, which I believe is a form of obstruction. And Eric Trump says the following. He goes, interesting that two days, day after, it's a typo because he can't speak sentences. Interesting that two days, day after my father announces his presidential run, and a day after the House launches investigations into the Biden family corruptions, Biden, his likely challenger, announces a special counsel to prosecute him. This is communism, but I'm sure this wasn't planned. American political corruption at its finest. All projection and, and, and all false. Um, the House didn't launch an investigation into the Biden family because the uh, Republicans don't control the House yet. 
Um, the reason for the appointment of a special counsel is because Trump announced that he would be uh, running for president. Now, you can imagine if they didn't appoint a special counsel, what the arguments would be. How are they not appointing a special counsel? You're supposed to appoint a special counsel. Here it's politicized. This just goes to prove to you that Merrick Garland, again, did the right thing here. This is communism. Okay, <laughs> Everything for them is communism. It's nothing about communism here. Um, but I'm sure this wasn't planned American political corruption at its finest. The American political corruption is the fact that your father stole top secret government records and then lied about it and had his lawyers submit false declarations to the Department of Justice. And then your brother-in-law got $2 billion from the Saudis. Your family just did another deal very recently, like last week with Saudi Arabia as well. You host Saudi Arabia at one of the golf courses, Bedminster, that you operate. And when the golf tournament takes place, your father claims and spreads all of these 9-11 conspiracies as a big, the biggest slap in the face to um, our country. And all of you use the uh, office of the presidency to profit massively um, off of the American people. Um, and then you all lie about it. Oh, and, and by the way, I think you've pled the fifth hundreds of times where you're asked any questions um, under penalty of perjury, but that's just who your family is. But look, they are terrified. It's obvious from uh, these posts. We'll keep you posted here on the Midas Touch Network. I'm Ben Micellis. Hey, hit the subscribe button. And in addition, consider becoming a patron of the Midas Touch Network. Go to patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. There's lots of great exclusive content there, but most importantly, you can help grow this independent media platform. We are not funded by any of the millionaires and billionaires who fund the both sides media and the pro-fascist media. We have zero outside investors. So wherever you are in the world, if you want to help grow this independent media platform, really this community, go check it out. Patreon.com slash Midas Touch. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Until next time. At Midas Touch, we are unapologetic pro-democracy and we demand justice and accountability that's why we're spreading our message to convict 45 that's right gear up right now with your convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com that's store.midastouch.com